award-winning Tennessee Wildcast is on the air with the latest on hunting, fishing, boating, wildlife watching, and all things outdoors. Make welcome your host, drummer and outdoor expert novice, Jason Harmon. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this edition of Tennessee Wildcast. I'm Jason Harmon. Thanks for watching. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Got a great show for you today. Uh, we are still on location at the Appalachian Bear Rescue. We brought in some more friends of ours from the agency. Uh, Paul Shaw, he is uh, a TWRA fisheries technician, grill clerk up here in the East Tennessee area. Uh, but he's also got his hands in some other things, the synchronous fireflies. He's gonna tell us about the synchronous firefly or the lightning bug. Uh, uh, and he's got some other names for them that we'll get into that I can't pronounce. And uh, Mr. Matt Cameron, our regional coordinator, communications coordinator, is with me helping me out again today. Thank you. Thank you, man. Yeah, this is uh, the bug world I know very little about. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to see what Paul's going to share with us yeah, today. We've got a fishery tech talking about bugs, so this is going to be fun. <laughs> you're, you're in trouble. <laughs> We're all in trouble. Okay, all right. Well, let's meet Paul and, and get to know you real quick, and, and uh, we'll start there. So tell us about your career, what brought you to TWRA, and uh, I guess if you need to talk about your college time and where you're from, that's okay mm, too. I've heard Alabama to. and things mm, about it. Yeah, you know, well, kind of tough on the show, but take what you get, yeah, man. Yeah, so <laughs> just tell us, about, tell us about yourself. Okay, I grew up in Auburn, Alabama, and went to Auburn, got a degree in fisheries down there. And after, but we came up here when I was five years old. We started coming up here, and my father would get a job. He taught at Auburn in the summer to get out of that terrible heat down there and uh -huh. humidity. Came up to Oak Ridge uh, from the time I was five to 17 or 18. So uh, when I got out of the Navy in 77, don't count. <laughs> stop. I'm stop counting. Stop counting right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, two years before he was born. Uh, I decided, I got one free move out of the Navy, so I said, well, I'm coming back to East Tennessee. Uh, I had two job offers in Alabama, but it's too hot and terrible down there. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I came to East Tennessee and um, finally got on with the agency in 1987. Okay. And I've been for 33 years now uh, in fisheries. Wow. And... Uh, live uh, out in the woods that's a good place to in, live uh, in, in the middle of nowhere mm -hmm. but uh had to survive yeah. on eating bugs and stuff eating bugs so and yeah that's and how squirrels I got into all this. bugs and squirrels and stuff but but the lightning bug thing was not part of my job and still is not part of my job it's uh it's an offshoot i was walking up here in the mountains one day this is years before the elkmont uh synchronous lightning bug the carolinas got to be so popular uh I was walking up the went to Cucumber Gap Trail, Jake's Creek Cucumber Gap Trail, coming back down the Jeep Road, and it was right before dark, and I saw this uh, elderly man, or what was little elderly lady, was sitting in the lawn chair in the middle of the, of the trail, and her husband's parking the the car, and she came up. She said, "I said, what are you doing?" I thought maybe she just wandered off lost or something. I was worried about her. It's right dark, you know, pitch dark, mm. and uh, she, I'm waiting for the lightning bugs, and uh, so. Well, let me sit here and watch them with you. So that was the first time I saw the synchronous bugs in the park. After that, I would go up there every summer until it got to be such a, a hassle. You know, you got the you got the lottery and the tram and all that stuff. Uh, but but when I first saw them, the first few years, there were nobody up there. But I always looked for synchronous lightning bugs. After that, I knew nothing about them. About when was that? Uh, this for. was probably twenty years ago. Okay. And uh, when you were a child, <laughs> yeah, when you were a child. Uh, just still, a baby. Still a toddler. Like one to be honest, <laughs> you're, you're still a toddler back yeah. then, yeah. Goo goo gaga. And so so I'd, I'd go up there and look at them, but 
uh, and I didn't know that there was any more than one species of synchronous lightning bug anywhere. I didn't know anything about it. I didn't either. One day about, let's see, 2014, my house is in the, in the woods, middle of nothing. Uh, looked out the back door there one night, and there were synchronous lightning bugs blinking out through there. And uh, I said, well, this is crazy. So uh, I looked at them. I knew it's a different blink pattern than the ones in the park. The ones in the park will blink six times, and then uh, they'll be uh, dark for oh, six, seven, eight seconds, and then they'll all join their fellow lightning bugs and start blinking again. Well, these were blinking 10, 20, 30 times in a row, all synchronous together. Hmm. And uh, so I got on the Internet and, and checked around, and within uh, 30 minutes, I had a reply from Lynn Faust, who was the local expert on and worldwide expert on lightning bugs, but especially the one on the ones in the park. And I had her on an email, and it turns out she lives off of Melton Hill Lake, and uh, she had them in her yard. And, uh, well, I keep my equipment over at Oak Ridge Management Area. And I looked at where she lived and where I live, and there's a beeline between her place and mine is right through the Oak Ridge Management Area. Beeline or a bug line? A bug line right through there, lightning bug line right through there, you know? <laughs> yeah, and, uh, that's so, bug flies. Yeah, so I said, well, this would be a good place to start looking for them because that's undisturbed property, most of it. And uh, if, if I wanted to look for some more of this other species, and she told me what she thought it was, and when I got some bugs to her, she confirmed that's what it was. So different genus and species than the ones in the park. Okay. Um, and, and these, the ones in the park blink in almost the perfect synchrony. This is what you call an intermittent synchrony. Some are still blinking on a periphery while the bulk of them go dark. Then after an undetermined, by us, the bugs determine it. They know. Uh, they know when to rejoin their buddies and they start blinking in synchrony again. And that's called an intermittent synchrony because some of them are still blinking, you know, on the periphery out through there. Hmm. So that's what started this insanity, you know, with the bugs. And I started it just for fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, but you've came a long way. You have a uh, you have a book that you've contributed yeah. to, and yeah. folks can well, know, read up on. I haven't contributed anything except you know uh, they've got our project mentioned in there. Lynn okay. Faust did tell, it. Tell us okay. about and, uh, the project and how oh, unusual this is. Uh, Wayne Jafellers used to be one of our dispatchers, and he was a technician out at um, at the National Lab. And, and the Oak Ridge property has got 22,000 acres that's reserved just for an environmental study area as a buffer around the, the main part of the DOE property. And it's for environmental studies. And uh, so they got – I was badged for access. So Wayne Jafellers and I, we, we listened to what Lynn said the preferred habitat for this particular species that we were messing with was. And we took a topo map and talked to some people that knew the area, and we determined it may be about 30 different locations over about a 15-mile stretch of these, these back roads, these old patrol roads where these things might be located. Mm. And we went out and looked, and 28 of those did have populations of this Futurus frontalis, which we call the snappy sink. Okay. What we're studying is the snappy sink, and they call it the snappy sink because they blink so fast. Uh, when the temperature's up, they may blink oh, 60, 70 times, 80 blinks per minute. Whoa. Uh, so we started studying these popula this population. We, we structured a project mm -hmm. with all the environmental variables, and uh, 
we did this project so it would be a, a bioindicator species type project. And, uh, and we've been doing this. This will be our sixth year. You, you have a three-week period where these things blink. That was going to be one of my three questions. Weeks. What yes. time of year are you going to see these bugs? And, and so you, yeah. you're telling me you got three weeks in this time period. They start toward the end of May, the last week of May, and will blink through the second week of May, sometimes into the third week of May. And uh, experts that know what they're doing, like Lynn Faust, she goes by mean degree days to predict when these things are going to start blinking. I can't spell mean degree days, so I don't do that. I just look out the window. I've got them on my place, so I look down on the creek, and I say, well, there they are, you know. So it's we time. Here we time. go. Here we go. Yeah. 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 Well, you need to let me know so we can get that out on social. People can be watching. Oh, man. Yeah. It's hard to photograph. We've had people down there with excellent cameras and all. It's hard to photograph these things mm, to get up a the video. light enough to make them. Yeah. Because these, you, you have uh, lightning bugs that blink at dusk, which if you want to use a word, crepuscular, you know, mm -hmm. these, these, Lightning bugs like your your Big Dipper that comes out at, at, on the roadside, the most common one that kids catch. Okay. Those appear at dusk. These do not appear until it's pitch dark, usually about 9.30 at night, and they'll blink till about 12, 1 or 2 o'clock. But the population, the, the density of the population drops off around midnight. And uh, they'll only blink for three weeks. So we've, we've graphed the ramp up of the population. It, it ramps up slowly, and they're at their peak for about three days. And then at the end of that breeding cycle, they drop off immediately. Hmm. And maybe two days after that peak, you'll see none for a year. Wow. So, so that's all you've got. And, and you may have said this, and I may not have heard it, but, but where, what areas are you going to see these bugs in? Is it all over the state of Tennessee or mainly in this yeah. eastern part of the state? Well, most of our lightning bugs in Tennessee are in this eastern part. Okay. Um, You've got about roughly 30 species of lightning bugs in Tennessee. In this worldwide, there are 2,000 species. Okay. Depending on wow. who, depending on who you read, you know, wow. 1,900 to 2,000 species. In in the United States, you've got 114 species, um, about 25 to 30 of which are in Tennessee, and uh, so most all of them have one thing in common: they need moisture. For the larval stage, they are a larva for about two years. Uh, then they, they emerge, mm -hmm. and their breeding activity uh, on these, anyway, is like three weeks. Then they die. Uh, so you need to look in the deep woods. Get away from the TV set. Amen. Away from this stuff here. Amen. <laughs> yeah, away from the TV set and you know, give your thumbs a break, yeah. you know, <laughs> and, and get outside in the pitch dark at 930. And uh, we have a high density of skunk apes and Bigfoots in this area, so you got to watch out for that. You know, <laughs> hey, I'm just going by what they say, man. Yeah. You know, I don't know what to think about. It. I'm in fisheries. Well, you're out I'm, there with them, so yeah, uh, just elbow to elbow with them sometimes, and uh, keep your slim jims with you. Yeah, you know, yeah. Keep them away from <laughs> toss them out. Yeah, toss them out there, get them away from you. <laughs> but if if you get out there in near a body of water, the, the best location that we determine is on a western or northwestern facing slope of a hill that comes down to a small branch or creek somewhere there is a little body of water where these this larval stage has to have the moisture to survive okay and uh and it has to be in the woods they you if you see something that you think is a synchronous bug and we're going to get into what synchrony here's a minute okay. i think mm -hmm. uh, definitely if you, if you think you see a synchronous bug in a field it's not these because these do not appear in open in okay. a clearing okay these are these are in the woods uh, after 9.30 at night, after pitch dark, this is Eastern time we're talking about, uh, 
and and start looking for them there. Okay. These these I, I don't know how you know they, I don't think these were documented the locations of them in East Tennessee very well. Now after this uh, the ones in the park the Fatinas Carolinas got so popular uh -huh. people started calling in and reporting uh that they think they see synchronous lightning bugs and and so uh my buddy uh jerry middleton from tdeck and i would would go all over the place looking and, and trying to see if these were synchronous lightning bugs or not and uh most of the time they were not it was different species that overlaps the futurist hebes heebie jeebies you know that, that it would appear um <laughs> But most of those are not in the deep woods. They're in a tree canopy on the edge of a field. Okay. Uh, and evergreens, they love evergreens for some reason. Uh, but we started getting calls. And these snappy sinks, you got pockets of these things all over the place. Um, I think Waldoxy uh, National Forest or Park, whatever it is in Mississippi, uh, apparently it's got a tremendous population of them. Uh, Lynn Faust texted me last year, and she was down there with, with David Attenborough and him studying synchrony and all. And she said, uh, how, are, how are you structuring your counts, you know, your, your population density counts? said, they're surrounded by a thousand of them blinking all at one time, you know. Um, I've seen them in different locations in East Tennessee. Um, it, locally, if, if you go to Norris, at Norris Watershed, okay. uh, behind the old grist mill, the little dirt road goes back in there, gravel road, and there's a little pond. It's a water pickup pond for the town of Norris. There are some right there. I've seen them on the side of Highway 95. Um, there are people in Oak Ridge in the neighborhoods of Oak Ridge. Houses, neighborhoods. If there's a moist location mm -hmm. in deep woods at night, uh, there are some there. Um, if, if people will get out and start looking around and, and, and pay attention to what synchrony is, I think they'll find them, and they don't have to go to Elkmont and put up with a lottery. And like the crowds. And, and, and the crowds, yeah. a thousand people over there, uh, they don't have to put up with any of that to see a good light show from synchronous species. Mm. Well, let's, let's see what synchronous means for those who... Okay, yeah, we've got I'm a string here. of lightning I'm bugs here. here. He's got we, some kind of... We bought these lightning bugs in. Contraption here. You may think, these are, you may think these are Christmas lights. <laughs> But no, no, these are lightning high. bugs. <laughs> okay. Highly trained lightning bugs uh -huh. is what these are. Now, there's a difference between synchrony and lightning bugs blinking all together. We get calls from these Hebes species where there are little white lights in the canopy by the hundreds, glittering and glittering. And now and then you'll look and you'll see two or three of them in there and they're synchronized, they're blinking together. But there's a difference between all blinking together and blinking in synchrony. Okay. Now, this is synchrony right here. They're all together at the same time. Okay. That's synchrony. Now, if you're listening to this show, you need to go watch because we've got some li got a light show yeah. going on here for you. <laughs> and, and these snappy sinks, sometimes they'll blink this fast. Uh -huh. The higher the temperature and humidity and the more they're toward the peak of the breeding season, the faster they'll blink. Faster blink. Okay. Yeah. So they even change their blink pattern. Interest species. That's right. During the time of day, even the, okay. the blink frequency. Didn't know that. And uh, anyway, so what what do we have here? While this is going well, on, what's going on here? These are yeah, these are organized is... lightning bugs. Then you, you've got some oddballs that <laughs> show up. Strange. 
Something. You definitely got to watch this show. Oh, now. What the heck's coming in here? You've brought. Set. Uh, Come over here. Get away from me. <laughs> Get away from me. <laughs> so uh, your your light show worked. It worked. It worked. <laughs> Called them right it in. It brought them in. It brought them in. Yeah. Uh, um, so what are, to them what's happening? What here. do we have? Yeah, here? yeah we've got a, a, a lightning bug creature type creature has walked in. Um, <laughs> flew in. Flew in. I guess you yeah, yeah. Flew in. Um, this well, is Jerry Middleton. Jerry Middleton. I, I thought I saw yeah. his name on the list Jerry. to be on the show, but he hadn't showed up yet. So this is him. This is Jerry Middleton's a, a bat man. He studies bats, retired from TDEC, Department of Environment and Conservation. Okay. And uh, and he's been right-hand man in the woods for the last, what, four years? Does it speak? Four, four five, six years, <laughs> a lot. Yeah, it, it does sign it, language. It speaks. You can speak now if you want to speak. <laughs> a predacious female. I mean, I <laughs> oh, he's a predacious female. <laughs> a deep voice. <laughs> Yeah. Checked, oh my goodness! Look at this. Yeah. Turn around where they can see your blink rate here. This is a very rapid blink rate. To mimic that of the snappy males. Can can we get the headset on so yeah. we can hear you? Yeah, put the headset yeah. on there. Mike, Mike him up. She help him uh, out there, up. Paul. <laughs> Turned around there. All right, here we go. Do you have ears? Lightning bugs have ears. They do today. This one does. Can you hear? Can you hear anything? Perfect. So, I can mimic the blink pattern of the snappy female, fooling the males that are flying around looking for me. <laughs> so when I catch him, he gets eaten. And so I absorb the chemicals like luciferin, which helps me light up my light bulb. Luciferin. Okay. And so that's what I do. And we go... We're pretty old. Some of our species go back 100 million years. There's been fossils found in Burma amber of, of fireflies that had a photic organ. Uh, so we, we, we've been through a lot over the times. Yeah, I, I want to show you what he's talking about. One of sure. his relatives here. We're, we'll need a little made, bit more explanation. Made some, made some <laughs> photographs here. Now, this is the one that we're studying. This is... Uh, if you want to go out and see if you can find these, and a lot of people that are listening to this probably have these in their on their property. Uh -huh. if, if they have deep woods in a body of water, okay. this is the the species, the snappy sink. There is no red on the head. Okay, okay. That is a uh, a characteristic of this thing. Uh, this is a female that was uh, being devoured by a wolf spider. Uh, spiders are one of the big predators uh, that, that prey on lightning bugs. Okay. This this what he was talking about when when the female futurist there there's some lightning bugs out there that the be mean ones they're mean ones. I'll show you a picture of her. It's a futurist species female that preys. Here's one we call a predator because they prey on uh, the males of these other species. They have what's called L-U-C-I-B-U-F-A-G-I-N, Lucibufagin or something. It's a chemical that they pick up, similar to monarchs feeding on milkweed. Okay. Yeah. And this, uh, most of these lightning bugs are, are toxic. Uh, taste bad, too, you know. And you know this how? I know this because somebody had to have tasted one one okay, time. Okay, it wasn't good. me. Somebody, she eats them. Yeah. So bad, bats won't, yeah. won't eat them, but I will. <laughs> yeah. But the, the main predators of lightning bugs are other Lightning bugs, other insects, invertebrates. Uh, vertebrates don't, mammals, you know, like bats and all, they don't eat these things much. But uh, these things prey on the other lightning bugs. They'll hunt them down and they'll eat them. 
they'll land these things uh this is this is a fetiris species female okay. one of the predatory ones and i don't know which one because there's many species of these she does not naturally have that toxin in her body she has to get it from eating the other species uh, other lightning bugs that do have it okay. but it doesn't kill her it doesn't kill her okay now this is a scary this is a scary thing this is a mixed audience here the, the children may want to go out of the room here <laughs> I didn't know this when Virtual I first advisory, uh, advisory oh, wow, yes, parental first advisory, yeah, parental advisory. Time. I didn't know that. I caught this critter here, and I didn't know what they were. This is years ago, and uh, so I put this one and another one in a jar, and uh, it was about it's twenty minutes. Typical for people to do, put typical lightning bugs in a jar. Right? Yeah. And, and about twenty minutes later, this was all that was left. Dun, 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 dun. Of the other one. Oh wow! This is all that was left. The, the hard body parts. So there's a good meal inside that jar. This one ate it. Yeah, yeah. So she has picked up that chemical, that toxin, from her victim. Right. Uh, and it, it's been noted by some people have seen these lightning bugs. We we've gotten to where we can identify these things by their flight pattern going through the woods. They they fly like a determined predator. They're a long, just a fairly fast flash streaking through, and you'll see them just cruising through the snappy sinks and other lightning bug species. They're on a mission. Mm -hmm. uh, it's very common to see a lightning bug caught in a spider web, but somebody has documented it and wrote it up, so it has to be true. That <laughs> Definitely. That, on the internet. That, <laughs> yeah, that these things have been seen uh, getting other lightning bugs out of the spider webs. Uh, like wow. so fe feasting on the spider's meal like that's right the spider was, it. the spider was going to eat that one and, Man, and this it's one. a vicious world out yeah. there isn't it? And, and and these things have been it's pretty cool they will sometimes will fly down to the ground and mimic the blink pattern of the female which is species. what yeah she does now the male and the female have different blink. the females most of them don't fly Real. most go. of them don't fly <laughs> now now these will fly um most of lightning bug adults don't eat anything, but these do. They'll, they'll eat uh, other lightning bugs. Uh, but these have been known to, to fly down on the ground and mimic the blink pattern of the female. Hmm. The female's blink pattern is different than the male's. Blink, the female may blink once every 10, 15 minutes, just one glow. And it's specific to the species. All of the lightning bugs have blink patterns specific to their species, which we'll go through in a minute. Sure. Um, but they will mimic the blink pattern of the female to lure in the male. So he's down there in the grass. She, your female lightning bug today, will be down in the grass doing the blink, the blink pattern of the female to lure in that male. And she pounce on them and eat them. Deception and cannibalism. Deception. Wow. You never yeah. know what you're going to get on wildcast. And, and, <laughs> and somebody figured out that, that, that some of these, the, the more brilliant males, UT graduates, probably. Uh, I don't know if I well, fell in that category. Yeah. Well, here though, we'll, we'll, we'll fly down uh, some distance away because the word got out. You know, the word got out. The street. They read the book. They, they probably read the book. You know, Lynn Faust's and the Lynn Faust book, and uh, and and they'll and they'll crawl through the grass and they'll peek around the blade of grass grass over there and they'll say. It doesn't look right, you know. It's not my babe there, you know. So, <laughs> and so he'll go away and save himself. You know, he'll save himself like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but but street smart. Yeah. But that that you know the, li the life of a it lightning bug. You know, people like lightning bugs because they're pretty to look at. Mm -hmm. But the whole life cycle of these things is 
is death and destruction, really. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a mean world out there. Some hooking up in between there somewhere. Yeah, right? somewhere so in there it gotta is. Be, right? Yeah, to gotta be. Yeah, babies. but then you yeah. then you then you got then, you, <laughs> then he then dies. You, you got these things cruising through. You know, you got to watch it. Uh -huh. You know, all the time you got to watch it when you're lightning bug. But. So tell us about the map you have there. I know you have got a little a light map. Oh yeah, yeah. The is that lightning bugs are dis disappearing across the world. There is this is a light map from NASA. This is a photograph from a NASA satellite. Okay. This is United States. These are lights at night in the United States. Okay. Artificial light at night, A-L-A-N, is an abbreviation for artificial light at night. Alan. Alan. Uh, Alan. Don't anybody name Alan? I do. My middle name of my son. I, I start calling him artificial light at artificial night. Artificial light yeah, at yeah, night. Yeah, name him after that. A destroy, destroyer <laughs> of lightning bugs. Uh. Yeah. And, uh, there was a group, uh, uh, I can't remember the name of the group, in Germany that studied uh, they put out bug traps since 1905, and the bug insect population density has been about the same until about 2006, 2007, and they noticed over oh, just a few years that the number of bugs they collected declined by 78 percent. Hmm. You can say 80 percent. Yeah. And they said, well, maybe this is a temporary thing. Well, the next year they came back, next year, and it's still down by 80 percent. Um, pesticides, light with lightning bugs. There are a lot of bugs are out at night, as you know, and and any kind of what they call light pollution. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not been determined exactly what causes this decline in these populations. Uh, lightning bugs are part of the food web, the food chain. Insects are the base of what we eat. You know, it eventually gets even to bears. Right. You know, this is the food chain. Um, so our project is a bioindicator species is done because these are easy to identify and it's a structured project and we're in a protected area and we are looking at the variables in the, in the density number of these populations according to uh, weather variables. You know, humidity, moon phase, uh, rainfall, cloud cover, temperature, humidity. We've mm -hmm. got a chart made out. Every time we, we check these 28 different populations, we, we document all of that. So we're getting a database um, of, of how these populations respond over the years to different things. So awesome. it could be that light pollution is causing these things. It's a factor. It, it, a factor, but we don't know. We don't, know. Yeah. we don't really know. What about the increase in like digital technology and radio waves? Oh, you think that affects LED lights are terrible. Insects. LED lights with a blue wavelength on them mm. are, are very... This could be very destructive to lightning that. bugs. Uh, you know, these, these things communicate with a blink pattern. I want to show Lynn Faust, if people want to identify these things, this, this book here. Fireflies, glowworms, and lightning bugs. She has the best chart. Cool. You can get a start by identifying lightning bugs by the blink pattern. And it's got the time across the top and the species down the side. But this, if you want to go out and start identifying lightning bugs, this helps us a tremendous amount. Can you get it online? You can get it online, Amazon. Okay. Yeah. Amazon sells the book. I guarantee there'll be people who watch yeah. this. Yeah. Pick that Definitely book. This is that book. this is really cool. And this book is is oriented toward the regular person on the street, you know. It, it doesn't come with that piece of paper. Easy read. Yeah, easy read like that and, and a lot of good lot photos. Of yeah. Yeah. So let's I need one more Excellent flash stuff. here. Can we get a flash and then 
Good bring, flash. Bring in the, the firefly. All right. Look, brought one in. Flying here. Brought one in here. <laughs> is, is this <laughs> snappy? Oh, this man. is, uh, no, this is a Futuris. Futuris. Futuris, okay. a predatory female. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Named Jerry. I swear, this has, been a, this has been a fun yeah. show. It's been interesting. Yeah. Uh, learned a lot. Y'all, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching, and uh, we'll see you next time. Time to bug out. Yeah. Time okay. to bug out. Thanks for tuning in. Stay connected with TWRA by visiting our website at tnwildlife.org. And follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hey, it's all about Tennessee wildlife. It's what we do. Tennessee Wildcast will be on the air again next week. We'll see you then.